And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Welcome back to another very bonus episode of the Constitutionals Podcast. Uh, Whatever tagline I said for the show, I'm not going to repeat it because I cannot remember what I just said. Uh, Here we are talking to another Another person, another human being, a comedic person. This one's Paige Gallagher. I don't know why I was hiding it, who it was, who it is, because the conversation already happened. I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit distracted. I, <laughs> I have my headphones on. I didn't want to put them on to record this. And then I said, I have to hear myself. I have to hear the theme song, be professional. And I'm wearing them in such a way that I am very concerned that the, sound bled out through the mic then i'll take full responsibility i'll be the one to say i did that wrong paige gallagher paige gallagher she is a uh, stand-up slash uh social media uh person boy oh boy i was gonna say icon i was gonna say magnate neither of those felt right Paige Gallagher, uh, you can find her on uh, TikTok and Instagram, posting very funny videos. And listen, you have to understand, this is a huge compliment coming from me, the guy who hates TikTok, the one guy, (laughs) the one person in this world who hates TikTok. Uh, She posts a lot of uh, great, funny, short bits that uh, this is not an insult and you better believe when I said this next part in the interview that I had to, I had to, I thought about it for the next four days going, God, I hope she didn't take it as an insult. That she takes these simple ideas and she just makes a 30 second to a minute long video with it. And here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. Here, here's an idea. I'm looking at her TikTok right now. The friend with the worst taste in men. Boom. Easy. Done. The friend who says tonight's a movie. Boom. Easy. Done. I don't know what that means. But I, but it's, it's, it's a funny idea. The friend who just got a tooth gym. Now, besides TikTok, she also does stand-up. And it's... And it's Great, funny stand-up. She lives over there in California. Yeah. She's also done some acting, which I don't think I uh, asked her about. That's all right. Probably should have done that. <laughs> she... <laughs> well, we'll have a second chance at some point. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, she's, uh, she, did, she did theater work. She did, she's done improv. She's done sketch stuff. Uh, she's she studied everything and she's done everything now she's working hard trying to get these hours in for this uh for for her first comedy special which i'm sure i'll talk to her about at some point in the future but now she's currently promoting something called pillow talk it is a uh a, a chat show where she sits down with people in the social media space that are similar to her 
and they just talk. It's 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 a lot. And I mentioned this in the interview. It's a lot. I'm just going to talk about things that I mentioned in the interview. It's a lot like the uh, 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 in bed with Joan, if you remember that show from the great Joan Rivers. Rest in peace. So there's that Paige Gallagher. She's a funny person. I think you should check her out. And look again, I give great suggestions. You can watch Pillow Talk on Paige's YouTube channel. Uh, And I'll find that channel for you right now. Paige Gallagher, simple enough. She's verified. There you go. Not even Siebel's Comedy's verified. And I've talked to so many great people, including Paige Gallagher. You can follow her on TikTok, P Galley. You can find her on Instagram, Paige A Gallagher. Right? Am I correct? Yes. And I believe that's all the social she has. I mean, you could look her up on Facebook if you want. I don't know why you would. <laughs> it's an insane thing to do. And who has Twitter anymore? Uh, if you want to see a video version of this interview, you can go to youtube.com slash equals comedy. And while you're there, again, subscribe to Paige Gallagher, but also subscribe to Sleepless Comedy. Where you can see me talk to other famous people. You can, um, uh, um, what is it? I have other podcasts too <laughs> with video versions, audio versions. There's LinkedIn Logs, which is the job podcast. And uh, what's uh, Late Night Lately, which is the late, late night show show where I talk about late night stuff. And uh, we have social media. C plus comedy, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, currently known as X. All right. Well, I guess I've wasted enough of your time. Six minutes. Jesus. All right, okay. Let's get into this interview. Uh, enjoy. I got to find the right thing. Oh, I actually have to activate that part. And now I have to do the thing. Okay, bye. Oh, God, it didn't work. Here we go. <laughs> hi there she is there's the popular girl (laughs) hey how are you doing i'm great how are you i'm doing well you have enough water in that uh that canteen you have yeah (laughs) you gotta go camping later (laughs) literally i could (laughs) (laughs) well i Paige, thank you for sitting down with me i i very much appreciate it uh i saw your uh your, your, your TikToks and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're the same age. I'm not well-versed in TikTok. Uh, so I felt that it was my duty, my net, like necessary to sit down and talk with you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how much I know. That's, <laughs> I feel like there's so much I don't know, but you know, let's, let's, let's get into it. Well, I mean, you know, you're doing, uh, uh these things all the time. I mean, it doesn't seem like you're, you're posting at like just crap all the time. You're just, you're posting substantive, you, you know, uh, videos when you can and when you get the chance. Uh, I just why why did you choose TikTok as that platform? I guess because it blew up in what uh, three or four years ago, and mm-hmm. uh, that was just like the the good thing to jump onto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. I was you know performing a lot live before the pandemic. Right. And was just sort of craving the like performance aspect and didn't really have the opportunity, you know, like everything shut down. Um, and it was just sort of a way at first to work through writer's block. 
Um, I was in a sketch team and having a really hard time coming up with anything because just the lack of inspiration because due to the lack of, you know, interactions and just like life in general um, in 2020. So that's sort of how it started. Yeah. Where were you performing? Were like, were you doing improv and stand up or, or did you have one focus? Um, it was mostly just sketch comedy. Um, I was performing a little bit with improv as well, actually, at that time. So just like comedy clubs around LA, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. where, where have been some places that you you've enjoyed? I West side comedy in Santa Monica, um, is probably my favorite place I've ever performed at. It's, um, I also used to intern there, um, in exchange for improv classes. So I got to know a lot of the the staff there and just everybody I've never come across uh, or I haven't come across a community like that in mm. a comedy club in LA. Like everybody's just so supportive, so nice, genuine. Um, whereas I feel like other places it's easy to feel like it's a competition. Right. Um, so yeah, there it's very much, it's very supportive and like the family vibes is really warm. So, yeah. and the, the club itself is just like a really fun stage to perform on. That, that, uh, that family community and aspect, is that a reason why you, feel a lot at home with sketches is, is that why sketch is a good place for you to be yeah definitely I love I love sketch I've you know been studying it and writing and performing it for a few years it's probably my favorite because um the group mind that you get when you are working with this group of people mm-hmm. for so intimately and for so long it's just it's really fun and it makes even bombing on stage like fun kind of, you know, whereas um, stand up, if you're bombing, you're by yourself. It's just easier to feel like isolated when you're bombing by yourself. So it's fun to perform and, you know, sometimes do badly with like your friends and you come off stage and you laugh and giggle about it. And then you get to, you know, like take it in as information and hopefully grow from that. But, But yeah, it's definitely the family aspect of sketch and the group mind of it is something I really, really love. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that, that group aspect too. Uh, I work at CNN right now and uh, I'm in a control room with a bunch of people who quite frankly, they come in every day and they go, this is going to be the shittiest day and it's going to be such a bad show. And I'm in there. I'm like, Hey man, regular people are going to be watching this across the world. We're going to have a mm-hmm. great day. Even if it's a bad show, I don't yeah. really care. And, uh, and they, like, I love, like, it's a serious job, whatever, but I love not taking it seriously because, yeah. you know, we, we have you and I and, uh, 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 Shaq and other people in this industry, we have the greatest jobs in the world. And we, yeah. we, a lot of people take it way too seriously and we, we should be thankful and that we can just, uh, make these silly jokes on your case and me tell the news. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, and uh, like, if I could, if I made a joke, that'd be bad. Um, but, uh, but like, it's, it's so great to, after the fact, just kind of, you know, laugh about the, like failing on stage and, and you're mm-hmm. right. Being a standup and failing is a lot different and a lot harder than being with a group of people and failing. Cause then 
after the fact, you know, I imagine SNL, if there's a bad episode, they all, it's 1 a.m., they go to the cast party and they're like, hey, that sucked. But you know what? <laughs> we we hung out with, uh, 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 I don't know, Miley Cyrus today. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, who else is famous? Uh, uh, Dolly Parton <laughs> was there. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's 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 a lot different and it's a lot more fun. And um, yeah, you, you can't take this stuff too seriously because, I mean, at least for me, like for my mental health, like I can't do it. It'll get too mm. dark. Yeah. So, um, you know, approaching things with like hopefully like being taking it seriously, but not not too, too much. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, being yeah. able to laugh about something is really important, I think. What's the, uh, so you, you mentioned you had writer's block and, and that's why you uh, swerved into TikTok. What does your writing process look like? What, how do you, uh, be it for a sketch or be it for stand up Cause you also do do that, but, and then also for, uh, uh, TikTok things, how do you, how do you approach taking on each one of those uh, pillars of your comedy? Um, a lot of it is observational. I feel like I get a lot of in- inspiration just from my day-to-day life and, observing things or interactions at a coffee shop or, you know, the grocery store and go from there. It kind of, I feel like my writing process is kind of all over the place. I don't know if I have ever approached something the same Yeah, You know what I mean? I'll have like an idea for a punchline and then I'll work backwards from there. Or I have an idea of a character and then I dive into what would this character say? How would they handle this situation? And a lot of it is improvising. Um, I take a, yeah, I use improv, improv a lot when yeah. writing. It just helps, especially with character work, um, being able to improvise. That's why I also love having like that group of other comedians and, you know, performers because being able to improvise with somebody just, it's so helpful with, um, you know, exploring like a new character or a new joke. So, yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I definitely, uh, we have similar ways of, of tackling things. Mm-hmm. Um, for for me, I write down a lot just in case, you know, uh, speaking of SNL, I mentioned them previously, just in mm-hmm. case they uh, they want to hire somebody randomly, but who who's, doesn't do comedy. <laughs> um, and uh, and and uh, they're like, you know what? He might have some sketch ideas. I have. I'm sorry. My dog is barking. Uh, no, I have. Uh, no, I apologize. <laughs> just a, a slew of sketches at the ready to go. Um, uh, uh, and I, and I, and I like that. I like that, that yours, but also yours are so very, uh, and that this is not an insult, but they're very simple. Like they're yeah. like, this is an observational thing where, uh, this, this girl is popular or this, this one is just wants to, uh, show off their boots. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's funny. And, it, and, it, and it, it's a part of, I, again, I don't go on TikTok, but it's a part of TikTok that I think is missing, uh, a lot on that platform. I mm-hmm. like to, I like things that are silly, you know, mm-hmm. it's very, yeah. it's very silly and very uh, engaging for me. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. I think that's like been a, the really fun part about social media and doing comedy in on social media. It's uh, the attention span of everybody is like definitely shorter than, you know, it keeps getting shorter. So being able to make those simple jokes within like 30 to 60 seconds, it's really fun. And I feel like um, it does help with, the the longevity of being able to consistently post you know because that Mm -hmm. can get really that can get really tough if you're you know diving into these um insane or like really in-depth 
jokes and stuff. I, it, I don't know. The simplicity of it makes it really fun and quick and digestible, I think. So yeah. that's been a really fun part of it, too. Yeah. I've always wanted to know, uh, what is it like asking a friend or a roommate to to help you shoot something because when because when when you when when you're on tiktok when you're somebody who you got you can set up a camera you can put it over here and you can do your thing Mm -hmm. uh versus hey can you get behind the camera and do some zooms and you know play off of me like how does that work for you is that that like do you just have a bunch of videos that just didn't work because uh your friend stacy was not funny enough (laughs) Uh, yeah. And yeah, that happens a lot. So, I mean, not to be, you know, sorry, but my sister, she, (laughs) I, when I ask her to film my stuff, she just, she's not a performer at all. I mean, well, she's Mm -hmm. a musician, so it's a very different and it's probably partly my fault because I'm not, um, being clear enough about my vision of the joke or like the video. And it just, I'm just like, this is sorry. It's editing it. I'm like, it's not going to work, but I, I got really lucky. I um, met these two girls, Caroline and Vienna, and we film a lot together and they're both um, on social media. And so we help each other. We get together like once or twice a week and we help each other film uh, videos. So that is really nice because it doesn't feel like I'm like, excuse me, can you, yeah, you know, can you please like uh, film this for me? And it's, you know, we're all helping each other out and it's really fun. Um, However, when I don't have them around, it can get it can get tough and awkward, and then I get nervous, and I'm just like, eh, never mind, never mind. I'll do I'll do something else. <laughs> so it's weird, yeah. It it can be be awkward for sure. That that's the life of a, a person in in comedy where they'll do the wildest thing if a camera's on, but if it's off, it's like I don't know if I should. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Maybe maybe I don't know. Um, you were saying earlier that you have just like a bunch of like sketch ideas. Do you have, do you have like notes like in your notes app? Just like oh lists. My God. <laughs> okay. I, I, I have to, I have to show you this. This is, this yeah, let is, me see. it's so, it's so stupid. Um, So <laughs> I started this in 2016 apparently, but there's just a crap ton, everything from 2016 up until this is the most recent one. So wow. it's literally just, a, if I get an idea, I'll just write it down and you see yeah. how long they are. I'll just no, write it of down. Course. Like this one, uh, here's one, uh, Doc McStuffins gets sued for malpractice, which I think is a funny idea. You know, That's hilarious. Uh, I love uh, that. Like one of my favorite things is in the middle of the night, I'm sure you do this. Like you wake up with an idea and you just like mm-hmm. type it in your phone really fast and you fall back asleep. Yeah. And the next morning you go back and you're like, what? Like what yeah. was that? And in the moment you're like, this is genius. But yeah, I have so many where it's just like typos and I'm just like, I have yeah. no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's so funny. I love that. There was a period in time. So that I did that once with my phone, uh, mm-hmm. the, like the, like, the, like maybe like after like uh, four or five times of that, with my phone, but one of them I wrote down, um, if Vin Diesel was a scientist, and I remember waking up laughing and thinking that was like, like, he's like, he's just, he's just like tiny glasses on. And he goes like, we have to put in the beaker and we have to, we have to put in the, you know, it just, oh, and I, and I oh, thought that genius. was the funniest thing in the world yeah. at you know, two, three o'clock in the morning. But then I said, I don't want to look at my phone in the middle of the night. I'll start writing things down. And I can't remember the sketch for the life of me, but I had a post-it note and a pen next to my bed mm. and I. And I woke up and I wrote it down and all it was, was just scribbles. It was like yeah. Donald Trump's <laughs> signature. It was the worst thing. So I've since yeah. moved back to my phone. And now if something comes up in the middle of the night, I'll just write it down immediately. Yeah. I was going to say, I, that's impressive that you were able to like write in the middle 
of the night because I would have done the same thing. There, there's no way there, yeah. I can't even type on my phone legibly, you know, in the, in the middle of the night. So it's like, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I still, I love doing it. And that's why I yeah. have uh, seven years worth of <laughs> material lined up. Lot. You know, I, I also, uh, it's a lot of it is the, the more recent stuff, the more recent years, rather like 2021 onward, I'd say are funnier versus anything, you know, 2016 to 2020, because, you know, we, we, there's more forms of comedy out there and, mm-hmm. and, and we're able to, to take in so much more. So yeah. I, I think that I've really honed, even though I've been doing this for 10 years, I think I've honed my skills in the last three or four, because I, I'm just a much funnier person. I, it's a yeah. humble blog. <laughs> of course duh yeah come on it's true and I think just like you know your voice changes as you get older it's like Mm -hmm. constantly changing puberty yeah yeah that too hey (laughs) and we've just like as a world like gone through so much in the past four years and it's just really like yeah and with social media it's created um a space for for everybody and every Mm -hmm. type of comedy and and stuff like that's what I love about social media it's like the space for everybody yeah yeah when mm-hmm. did when did you think that you became funny? Like when did you like become comfortable <laughs> on stage? That was a strange okay. way to phrase it. Yeah. When did you become did comfortable you know? <laughs> on stage? <laughs> um well I I did musical theater um growing up starting when I was like 13. So I was doing like community theater. So I was and even before that, I was a competitive gymnast, and that in its own way is a performance, you know, for competitions, you're out there performing by yourself. Um, so I feel like I've always been comfortable like on stage. However, when it came to comedy, I don't really think I felt um, funny or capable of being funny until like my junior year of college. Um, wow. Yeah, I was in a play in college and I had this like comedic part. And I remember the first time I got my like my first laugh on stage, I was like, Oh my God. Like it was like, like, was like, this is awesome. And so from then, you know, I got into like more of like the writing part and so on and so forth. So yeah, I don't think I got comfortable being funny on stage until much later. Yeah. That I, yeah, it's, it's different for everybody. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm, it's better. I think that you found it as an older person, as an adult, someone over 18, because when you're, when you're like, say six, seven or eight, and you find out you're funny and then you're chasing that high for yeah. the next 20 mm-hmm. years, it, it gets to be kind of uh, grueling for you, but also uh, it stinks for the people around you because you're like forcing, you're like, you're like 13 years old and you're, you're forcing like your, your sock puppet jokes right. onto them. Yeah, absolutely. It, it could be exhausting. I can't imagine. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't think I was funny when I was young because <laughs> who knows? Who knows what that would have looked like? What kind of uh, uh, plays did you perform in? Was it where did you musicals and, and what, are, what are your favorite plays that you enjoy watching? Um, I love musicals. Like I'm such, okay, you know, theater geek. Yeah. Broadway. Like I love all of that. Um, I just recently saw Book of Mormon on Broadway and that was like Ooh. one of the best days ever it was so funny and just yeah I love live performance and um musicals definitely probably is my favorite to to go see um but live performance in general is just so fun like traditional you know straight plays um stand up improv like I love it all yeah I find uh I, I enjoy musicals more so than anything 
Um, yeah. And I saw uh, last year a company do In the Heights. I've seen mm. uh, the Mean Girls musical. Um, and uh, how do you feel about people using their phones during things, during these things? And also, uh, I also want to know about your feelings on people eating during a Broadway play. Eating? Yeah. They do eat, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't, that's so interesting. I mean, like I, I sort of understand like, like a drink or like a cocktail or something. I know. Right. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. But eating is, I don't know. There's something really, I believe maybe this is old school, but like sacred about a live performance and like the respect factor of these, these are live actors, you know, performing their hearts out and they've worked so Mm -hmm. hard. So I think, yeah, I don't, I'm not a, fan of like phones or anything it's live performance it's you know it's defeating the purpose of it being special one time only you know i i think it takes the magic away from it a little bit yeah so yeah i'm pretty old guy i think just like just don't do anything for for that time but yeah i'm so glad yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i saw um chicago last year uh here in atlanta uh at Mm. our fox theater and um and this theater you know it's it's an older theater and i like to when i see a play or something i like to get dressed up i like mm-hmm. to put on you know at least a pair of pants yeah like, at, least, at the very least yeah <laughs> yeah like some chinos let me throw on yeah. some chinos and a yeah. shirt and i'm gonna get in there i'm gonna have a nice time um mm-hmm. and uh so I, I was at chicago and uh there were these two women behind us and this guy was on stage and he's a handsome guy, sure, why not? But they kept talking about him and like whispering the entire the entire show. And then uh, to a point where I and the person I was with, uh, we complained to an usher, and then they moved us up to the pit. Luckily enough, um, oh, but I don't I don't want to end up you know like uh, 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 in a place where uh, Lauren Bur- Bobert is talking over Beetlejuice, right, and, uh, <laughs> and and vaping and stuff like that. That's uh, a yeah. that's gross and disgusting. It totally. And it's, and it's in a way like a form of heckling almost, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, I don't know. I think it's really disrespectful. Um, yeah. Even in movie theaters, I feel like people have more like etiquette. I mean, some, you know, are expected to, um, so yeah, yeah. I'm a, not a fan. (laughs) Now, uh, tell me about, uh, pillow talk. It's Mm. a, is your, your, your chat show. Where you're, mm-hmm. where you're sitting, where you're laying with people in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Li- yep. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, yeah. look at that. There we go. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's a talk show, chat style show, um, where we lay in bed together and uh talk about things that you probably normally wouldn't talk about in a more traditional interview style. Mm-hmm. So uh a lot of it was um my videos and online personality isn't me it's a lot of different characters I don't really show my own personality and I just kind of wanted to and a lot of the guests that I have on the show are also um social media personalities or comedians and Mm -hmm. I just thought it would be a cool opportunity to show a different side of us um yeah and I love the I love laying in bed and I love oversharing they're like my two favorite things so it's kind of just based off of that (laughs) now why why don't you feel um I don't want to use comfortable but why why don't you feel uh, like it's necessary for you or you you have the ability to uh share yourself uh who you are 
and your videos. I know that again, you said you only have 30 to 60 seconds to do something funny, but, mm. uh, you know, there, you, I still think you have room to really show sides of who you are. Yeah. Thank you. I, I think it really is just like based in fear. Like I think mm. I'm just scared. Whereas if I'm posting a character online and it bombs or if people don't like it, then I can be like, okay, so true. Like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like that's a character. I don't like her either. But if I'm posting myself and it gets, you know, hate comments or bad, I think I would just take it a little too personally. I think it's just like this fear thing where I'm like, well, that, that's me and my story. And that's what's scary about stand up too. It's like my stories. And so it took me a really long time to get into that as well. So I, I think it really is just like myself getting my in my own way. I think I'm just too scared. It's scary. That makes yeah. sense. And, you know, I uh, I think that comes we're, we're both young uh, people. I'm a little bit older than you, but I think that comes with time. And uh, I mean, you're already breaking through so many barriers by going on a stage <laughs> and telling jokes and then Thank also you. posting yourself and uh, online and doing mm-hmm. these things, because how many people can't do that because they're, they're frozen with fear and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you just have to continue pushing past this this idea that that you're afraid and uh because you know i mean i think in a couple years you're going to be able to to do it and and you Mm -hmm. know this is me and uh uh i took six dumps today don't know but you know that but that but that's the thing you know you know totally yeah you're going to be able to to say that uh uh things along those lines um yeah this it's it reminds me a lot of uh uh this pillow talk uh it reminds me a lot of um late night hosts wherein that when you know let's take seth myers for instance when he's doing a joke uh performing a joke i don't know whatever when he's <laughs> when he's doing yeah. an aside on uh uh a closer look or um um uh the uh, uh any other thing on his show mm-hmm. and he says you know my nephew you know took 70 dollars from my wallet a nephew didn't really take 70 dollars from his wallet he's just doing doing a little uh, a, bit. a bit so mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you you get that and you know it's just gonna take a little bit more time and uh eventually this is this is all gonna be a thing of the past to you and you're gonna be yeah. doing pillow talk style things alongside your uh tiktok posts and it's you're gonna be essentially one person as much as you want to show people uh those different sides of you mm-hmm. well, thank you <laughs> thank you yeah i i mean i hope so and i think Pillow Talk definitely has um, helped break the ice of that, you know, like mm-hmm. broken the ice with it. And um, I mean, stand up as well is also helping me feel more comfortable in my voice and in Paige's voice, not necessarily like Paige as a performer voice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely feel it. And it's it's a really awesome and like freeing feeling to be able to feel confident in your own voice, especially online i think that is um it's really exciting yeah so hopefully it just you know i keep getting more and more comfortable with it as time goes on that's good mm-hmm. what's uh what's your uh, spotify rap look like <laughs> this is so embarrassing but i'm not <laughs> okay so i just started using spotify okay like a few maybe like six months ago because i was always an apple music girly because Mm -hmm. it was just easy for me for some reasons like the spotify layout at first was like really confusing i I don't know maybe it was just like the stubbornness in me so 
my Spotify wrapped is like basically the past, you know, couple months of just me listening to the same five songs over and over again. Um, but so I'm like, I don't like these artists are cool, but I don't know. So my, <laughs> my Apple music raft or whatever yeah, that, that is. Counts. Yeah, that counts. I just looked at it. I can't remember. I think my top one was Frank Ocean. Okay. And then, um, and then I think it was like Dua Lipa and Tame Impala and, um, this band it's called they're called the main it's like this alternative rock band so i'm kind of like okay. all over the place a little yeah, yeah. bit yeah yeah i dig it i dig yeah it. what about you what's what was your top um well uh, i am like you i was not loyal to one uh thing this year okay. uh i have i have sirius xm that's not the main one i used youtube uh -huh. music but i also got a trial of apple music this year as well so mm -hmm. on uh they didn't have enough data on me for that one so it literally <laughs> said it literally said we only have 30 percent of your data i was like all right fine. <laughs> but uh yeah. for youtube music uh it was top one taylor swift uh pearl jam the weekend and uh oh god i forgot who the last two were but yeah i mostly oh. uh it's a lot of you know classic rock uh hip-hop and uh, uh my sweet girl tay tay that's amazing that's like all over the place too i think she was in my top if not my top five top 10 for sure yeah, yeah. or do you consider yourself a swifty i don't like using that term <laughs> i hate using that term because yeah, i don't want to be i don't want to be considered one of the people that are like sending threatening notes to people <laughs> Uh, if they don't like Taylor Swift, but I yeah. love, I love her so much. I saw mm. her in Nashville this year. I saw her in San Jose, uh, during the last tour. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm all in on Taylor. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, how could you not America's sweetheart? She, and she's one of the best, like she's one of the best <laughs> songwriters, one of the best singers and, mm -hmm. the, and people don't understand. They say <laughs> stupid things like, oh, she only writes about boys and everything. She's not first. She does not do that. <laughs> first of all, no. Yeah. And there's other I can name 40 other artists from the past 50 years who have li who literally have done the same thing more so than her. Yeah. 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 What is that? Why does she, she gets so much hate for that? It's such a bummer. And also just not true. Yeah. Like you were saying. Yeah. Aww, she's she's just successful. Tay. It's yeah. Uh, right. That's the thing. Yeah. She's just successful. So people have to find a reason to not like it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> well, Paige, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, I'm glad that we had this chance to talk. Uh, you, you're doing great work. Uh, mm -hmm. I also like supporting women of color. It's uh, fantastic mm -hmm. to have you out there uh, kicking ass on TikTok and uh, hey. you know, reposting those things on Instagram. I know. Yeah. yeah. You're not wrong in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you for sitting down with me again. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you're uh, you're amazing. Keep up the good work. And I, I can't you. wait to see where you go. Usually I'm not a huge fan of uh, 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 influence and everything, but mm -hmm. man, you're so damn funny. Like you're just so you're good at what you do. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Take that, take that to heart. I don't say that to everybody. I don't Thank explicitly you. come out and compliment people. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This has been so fun. It's so yeah. good to meet you like face to face. <laughs> yeah. Meet you. It's good to meet you as well. Uh, you yeah. have a good rest of your day and a you fantastic well. weekend. Okay. Thank you. All you right. too. Bye. Bye.